Good morning, everyone, and welcome back to yet another episode of Arsenio's ESL Podcast. I'm bringing to you today some compound nouns. Guys, nouns are very difficult. You have mass nouns, you have count nouns, you have uncountable nouns, you have um, abstract nouns, uh, you have predicate nouns, you have proper nouns, gerund nouns, uh, collective nouns, you got uh, A nouns, B nouns, C nouns, you name it, baby! We got it in the English dictionary. It is a pain in the ass. But today, I want to talk about compound nouns. Okay, I want to talk about compound nouns. So here we go. Here's a very, very easy compound noun for you. Toothpaste. (laughs) That's easy, right? How about bedroom? Guys, a tooth is a noun. A paste is a noun. Put them together, you have toothpaste. Okay? A bed is a noun. It's something we sleep on. A room is a place, a location in a home. Put them together, you have bedroom. That is also a compound noun. However, there are some, you know what, I think there's American English, British English, American English, British English. Sometimes compound nouns are joined together with, of course, a hyphen. Now, even a compound noun with a hyphen, uh, well, t- to be honest with you, uh, check in. That's more of an action, okay? And in, of course, is a preposition. So I wouldn't necessarily categorize this as a compound noun. I know some of you would ask this very, 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 very interesting question. Um, another one would be a compound noun, you know, two separate words, like full moon. You don't put full moon together, Right? They're separate, fool and moon. So some of these some of these compound nouns could be very, very difficult to understand. Now let me give you some others. A noun plus a noun, toothpaste. Now, an adjective plus a noun, monthly ticket. A verb plus a noun, swimming pool. A preposition plus a noun. Preposition. I'm sorry, preposition. Oh my god. Preposition. Plus a noun, underground. Okay, they call it the underground tube. They call it the tube in England. The underground railway system. Uh, We don't really say that anymore. The subway. Oh, there goes another one. All right, so that's a preposition plus a noun. How about a noun and a verb? A haircut. I need to get a haircut. How about a noun and a preposition? Hanger on. I've never heard of that before, but I actually found this, and I was like, huh, okay, well, I'm going to use this. Never use it, though. Adjective and a verb, dry cleaning. We use that with an hyphen. I need to get my dry cleaning done. I get my dry cleaning done three times a week at a place two stations away from here. Wonderful people. They help me so much, and I teach one of their wonderful sons and a daughter. Preposition and a verb. How about an output? Input. Huh? Output. Input. You guys normally see this, of course, when you're trying to connect something into a TV, into anything electronically. This says there's an input and an output. If I go to my MacBook right now and I go to sounds, it will say input and it will say output. Input is what I am here and output, of course, the out. So those are some, I guess you could say some examples of what compound nouns are. Now today, of course, I want to focus. Now I'm going to get into what I've actually written down on my blog, okay? Compound nouns for health plus medicine. So, let's look at some of these. Now, if you guys are traveling, this could be very, very good for you. 
Uh, in America, we say aspirin. That is not a compound noun. That is just an uh, a noun, okay? Aspirin, Tylenol, Aleve, Excedrin. These are some of the, I guess you could say, medications we use when we have pain. I can't remember the last time I took <laughs> pain medications, but some of you out there probably need them if you're traveling. Sometimes you can get headaches from flying. It could be something that you ate. It could be anything. So... Of course, what they use in Australia and England, they call it a painkiller. That's a compound noun. Oh, do you have any painkillers? A painkiller means it kills the pain. Another one would be a heart attack. Heart attack is, of course, uh, something that happens with, uh, it could be stress. It could be a lot of different things that come together, and it ultimately enables you. It will, you know, just puts you right into... Oh, a heart attack form, and you could ultimately die from it. A heart attack is when you get pain in your chest, and then you can't breathe anymore. Your heart, whatever, goes into astolic, and then you start having see it. A lot of things happen. Okay, do you understand? Food poisoning. Food poisoning, food poisoning. The first time I moved here to Thailand, two weeks in, I remember the the lady I used to work for. She took me and another colleague uh, to a place, just a little stop shop, right? And I was really, really interested. I was like, I want to try all types of Thai food. Of course, I didn't know the kapao mu, which is a stir-fried basil with pork. I didn't know the kapao gai, which is a stir-fried basil with chicken. I didn't know the kanamu krob, which is basically cut up parts of a cow and all these other delicious dishes. I tried something. It looked like it was a black egg. Now, of course, in the real world, you're never going to eat a black egg. But the thing is, I did. You know what? I ended up having food poisoning, which we put a hyphen in between. For six weeks, I lost about five kilograms, probably about ten pounds. And then finally, when I ordered and reordered my Herbalife, and that day, I swear, I remember I used to have pain, sharp pain within my abdomen for about six weeks. No, I didn't go to the hospital, nothing. I was a fool. But there was just one day I said, okay. I'm going to order my Herbalife. My Herbalife came. If you guys know that, of course, it's something that I just love doing. That car is speeding down the freeway. Oh, my God. This is why people cry. Anyways, uh, I'm just looking at my condo. Um, and then um, that pain went away within six hours, and I never had that pain again, and I regained my mojo. It's amazing, isn't it? So that's food poisoning. Food poisoning, of course, uh, is very prevalent in places that do not have proper cleaning methods. So I never eat at stop shops ever again because I see that they clean dishes in despicably dirty water. So to avoid that, I eat at reputable places, at places that are clean. <laughs> Boom! Waiting room, waiting room, of course. If I get sick, I go to the waiting room. I'm looking at a hospital right out of my condo window, and it's just over there. And then, of course, I walk into the place, and there's a small little waiting room there. They call me up. They get my information. They get my blood test. Well, not blood test. They get my blood pressure, da-da-da-da-da. And then I talk to the doctor. He looks in my mouth. He says, ah, I think you have a common cold. Thank you very much. Give me the meds. Two days later, I am ready to go. A waiting room is where you wait to be seen. A health center. Now, I've never heard of a health center before until, of course, I, you know, looked at British English. So a health center is, well, let's just say, a place where you see a doctor and a nurse. All right. So that place that I'm looking at right now that has that very, very common cross that indicates that it is a hospital. Some people call it a health center. 
Now, this could be this could go so far to be, you know, a pharmacy, a chemist, a doctor's office, a hospital. I never say health center because a health center could be anything that, that involves health. A health center could be a psychiatric ward. <laughs> all right. So that's a health center. I'm just giving you guys compound nouns. All right. First aid hyphen. All right. First aid. When someone is, uh, you know, they have AED machines. They have an AED machine where I live. An AED machine is basically one of those machines. Uh, it's a defibrillator, basically. You put one little piece right here, uh, I think, on the left side of your chest and another one on your rib cage, and then you spark it up, and it goes, doo, doo, if someone's going into shock, okay? Also, that's part of the, of course, the first aid kit. You have Band-Aids. You have this. You have that. All your basics in case something goes wrong, got to have it. So I would recommend putting this in your car. Do you understand what I'm saying, guys? Guys, and you know what? That's just, that's basically what compound nouns are. Painkiller, together. Heart attack, separate. Food poisoning, hyphen. Waiting room, well, honestly, waiting room, no hyphen. Okay, I'm going to take the hyphen away. Health center, no hyphen. First aid, hyphen. All right? So, again, some, I guess you could say British, they use hyphens sometimes. We use hyphens sometimes, et cetera, et cetera. But now you guys have the basis and the understanding of how the compound nouns work. Now, of course, I have compound adjectives that are coming. I got a lot of difficult things that will be coming your way. So stay tuned for that. Also, if you guys have any recommendations, I was thinking of putting in some developing writing into, of course, this. It's going to be difficult to have it in podcast form, though. So if you guys want it in podcast form or developing writing, please be sure to comment on my page or send me a message. Arsenio's, obviously... English and test prep, uh, test preparation Facebook page. You cannot miss it. And guys, I'm hoping to listen to some of or hear some of your comments. So, with that being said, guys, as always, thank you for tuning into this podcast and have an absolutely wonderful rest of your weekend. This is your host, Arsenio, as usual. Over and out.